0: Listen the later it gets you're
1: listening to Voice America kids Remember my name. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about 4 times that every single week? Sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the rest of the Paper Hope Street Team are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's the Paper Hope Street Team.
2: Thank you, and welcome to the program, the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Yvonne Allen, along with co-host... Erica Eberle. And Mommy... Tamara Wade. And we have a guest here today, and her name is... Courtney Kanan. And this was the
0: most awkward intro we've ever had. <laughs> now to Erica, no. <laughs> tell us what the show is going to be about. So today, um, we're going to talk about judgment. What it is, where it comes from how to deal with it when you're being judged, when you see people being judged. So I guess um, back story, which I will be limited about. I came across someone being judged on social media and I, I don't know what it was about it. It wasn't the person, it wasn't the topic, but I was just really offended that this particular person doing the judging felt so entitled to being able to voice, voice her opinion, but under like, and, under the impression that it was right and valid and the only right thing. In and, that,
3: and in such a public forum, too.
0: Yeah, exactly. She posted something backhandedly, you know, not directed at that person necessarily, but um, I mean, it was very obvious. And so, n- naturally, I wanted to say, like, why are you talking like that? Like, who are you to judge this person? You don't know anything. You don't even know these people. But... I kind of held my tongue and I was just like, you know, who, who are you to judge? Like, come on, you know better than that. Just kind of trying to guide her and saying like, hey, hint, hint, shouldn't be saying this kind of stuff on this, you know, venue. And the person that that person at that time became offended that I had voiced my opinion on their giving their opinion and judgment, and it didn't really go the way I wanted to because they just kind of said, oh, LOL, okay, and dismissed it. So I decided I had to let it off gracefully, but it really stuck with me, and so I brought it up this week when we were trying to do planning, and we started talking about judgment that we've all been facing and or seen, um, but we'll start off by saying, what is judgment, and where do you guys, how, where does it come from?
3: Ugh, such a loaded question. That, yeah,
0: like
2: <laughs> it just makes me angry. It comes from people <laughs> and their narrow-mindedness and being so hard-headed that they're not open to different um, Life lifestyles or, or different, like, beliefs or things that other people have they're just so they think theirs the right their way is the right way and everyone should follow them and there's so many different beliefs and things going on in this world that we need to be open-minded and understand where other people's views are coming from mm-hmm.
3: expectations can be something too between like families and so forth oh, i yeah. see a lot of
0: yeah and i think the biggest thing is when people become uncomfortable with things they're not familiar with, that's when judgment comes in a lot. The balls go up. Yeah. Um, And And egos, too.
3: Oh, yeah. If you're really inflated with your (laughs) ego.
0: (laughs) I think that was the case of maybe the, the instance that I was talking about just now, um, I think it was this person's ego, maybe feeling like they knew everything about this kind of situation. It happened to be in a relationship between, you know, a boy and a girl, and maybe they felt like they had all this experience. And so they understood what the person was going through. But I don't think that ever in any instance, you should pass judgment for the sake of, unless you are that person in that situation, you have no idea Mm -mm. what it really and truly is.
3: No, and it's really unfair, especially with what you guys deal with in this age bracket and younger with the social media is everyone gets to hear... That judgment or that really inflamed opinion. Mm-hmm. Because the other thing to take into consideration, judgment comes with a lack of respect. I think in a lot of times, like in the situations we've been talking about, there's one person who's kind of giving their very heated opinion and in, in being very disrespectful in a way they go about it. Mm-hmm.
2: And like you said, like people feel that their opinions are right, even though they don't know the whole story that's going on. They don't know. They weren't there whenever everything was happening, so they just see what that, and maybe the outside of it does look bad, but they don't know all that
0: has made up that story. Exactly. Um, And we we realized that this is really prevalent in... Between like sixth, fifth, sixth grade, going up through high school. I mean, even with the two of us, like going into college. I mean, it still exists, but it's it's really bad. (laughs) I
3: laugh. I you know, I always like to point out how old I am, but like I still, my parents still pass judgment on my life. Oh yeah. And I'm 43 years old, so I don't know that there's any escaping it. Yeah. What I'm hoping we can get to through this show is is delineating the difference between passing judgment and and having a constructive conversation about differing opinions. Yeah. So
0: maybe maybe we should right now delineate those differences. So like mm-hmm. what's the difference between judgment and opinion? And the respect. That's mm-hmm. yeah, that's the biggest thing, definitely. Um I think that like when when you're passing judgment, it's like a quick kind of like exactly what it is a judgment it's just a quick thought you're just spewing out words almost of you know Rather like you said not things, knowing the yeah. whole story just what you see on the outside and if if you don't think before you speak I mean in any situation we're like we would, be passing judgment. yeah exactly yeah. And, like you should always think before you speak but especially when it's someone else's business, I feel like. Whether they yeah. ask for your opinion or not, whether you're going to give it, I think the difference is, you know, like you said, there's definitely respect as a factor yeah. and being thoughtful. Because you
2: can put your, you can put out, you can voice your opinion in a manner that's respectable and not tearing people down or tearing their beliefs down. Like it happens a lot. Like just now, like that whole thing, as we were planning for the show, someone tagged me in a post that was a big feud on Facebook or whatever, and I handled it in a respectable manner, voicing my opinion on the situation instead of where everyone else in the post was bashing on each other and causing the feud to be like more fire in the field where I was just trying to like you know this is where I stand and I did it in a respectable way and I had people comment that I was being respectful about mm-hmm. it and That respect is
0: the biggest difference in my eyes. And I'm sure what you were doing was leading by example, especially if people were recognizing it. And that's something we'll talk about later in the show. But something that I do want to touch on is how big of a deal social media makes a lot of this stuff. We mentioned it just a second ago, but... I think especially with um, relationships, because of the whole relationship status thing on Facebook. Is it Facebook official? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, that is probably like Leave Facebook out of your relationships. How about that? Unless you're married, don't post anything.
3: (laughs) Well. It kind of happens that way. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying.
0: (laughs) Yeah. With Facebook, it's like the whole he said, she said, and then we've, I mean, we've talked about it before with like social media presence and social media etiquette you know, having more guts behind your message board. I feel like Facebook fuels the fire, though, when they give you options like it's
2: complicated, or like, <laughs> things like that. Like, why do we care if your relationship's complicated? Figure it out yourselves. That's just, when people put their things to, it's complicated, they're just asking for people to be like, well,
3: what's going on? What's in your relationship? What's- it's really scintillating, and I think a lot of media, which Facebook is, it's media, it's scintillating. It's meant to invoke that kind of dialogue. Oh, yeah. But I think I heard you guys, and I've heard you guys over the years talk about this, that you're more tactful yeah. Yeah. and thoughtful about using, using those types of tools or gadgets on social media. Mm-hmm. Why would you be out there broadcasting something? I, I think people that e- use those know that they're inflaming a conversation about yeah. their relationship. I
2: think of all the relationships I've been on since I was in. When, fa- when I first got a Facebook was about this time I started like dating people. And the only time I think I was one relationship that I've ever put on, that I was in a relationship and I'll never do it again, like I, n- <laughs> I don't care. People don't need to know who I'm in a relationship, let alone if I'm in a relationship, just leave me alone, people.
0: Yeah, and I mean, some people, we, we discussed this how with some people, when you post something on Facebook, it's like, well, if you're posting it, then don't I have a right to comment on it because you're warranting no. that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, even while people should be tactful with what they post, just because they do post it, it's not an okay for you to pass judgment. That's mm-hmm. definitely not how it is. Yeah, there's a guy that's on my
2: news feed, and he, he's a gay man, and he posts things, and he's very outright with things. Like, he does not care what people think about him, or at least that's what he's saying on social media. And he's just straightforward. He's like, if you don't look at what I'm saying, delete me, or I'll, be, I'll feel like more than happy to delete you if you don't want me on your feed. Like, yeah. Instead of sitting There's there bashing people him for like his that. beliefs. I, I and I think th- that's I think that's a moral everyone should follow. Like if you don't like what someone's saying, you don't have to look at it and exactly. you don't have to
0: comment. Just remove them from your friends list. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean social media is a big beast in this topic and Basically, I think the best advice we can give to you is to be tactful in what you post and be aware that there are going to be those people out there who speculate. And whether they comment or not with their judgments or opinions, they are speculating. So maybe that's something that everyone should be a little more mindful of. <laughs> and, and you want to stay
3: away from that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why you would spend your time getting involved in that kind of, like, drama. hmm It's exhausting. Mm -hmm.
0: And
2: then it's back and forth, back and forth.
3: We'll pick this up when we get back, but for now, let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen,
2: and you're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team on Voice America Kids.
1: Have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world? Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel.
4: Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling,
1: You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team.
2: Voice America Kids, I'm Yvonne Allen, along with my
0: wonderful co-host and guest stars. Let's continue with our conversation about judgment and social media. So, yeah, before the break, we were talking about social media and how it's such a burden um, today, especially with our generation. I mean, even adults on Facebook see it all the time, and it's just inescapable, pretty much. And we don't want to focus too much on social media necessarily, but um, it is... It is a key factor nowadays in judgment because everything that you put on social media is present to the world. And I mean, there's no privacy. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure it's way different because I'm like back before Facebook and all those things. People only knew by word of mouth or what you put out there. That yeah. they
3: were still passing judgment. Yeah. And it, it just happened, like, around the dinner table, or it happened around the social circles where the ladies would meet for coffee or, you know, game night or whatever. Mm-hmm. They were still gossiping, and they were still passing judgment.
0: So is this worse, though, maybe from your perspective? More you magnified. Because, I mean, kids have... Nine hundred friends on their friends yep.
2: list. I think and it's it exacerbated
3: because of um, social media, and it happens like so much more faster. Yeah, yeah. where before
2: a couple seconds and you someone Everybody knows yeah.
3: everything about everybody, and it can go out on Twitter like and fights. text.
2: You like videotape fights <clears> going <throat> on at school, and then
5: it's all over. It's viral the next day mm-hmm. on Facebook. I think that we should keep our private life our private life mm-hmm. and not post it on Facebook for everyone to see. Yeah,
3: that's being tactful and keeping your private information safe and private. Like Tamara here,
2: she only post like inspirational things and mm-hmm. or like her squirrel moments and things like that. <laughs> you, you wouldn't even know like
3: what's going on in my life based on my Facebook page because that I keep with my friends and I keep exactly. with my family. Yeah, it's, that's I am. it's personal. I just
2: post about how I dye my shower and things like that. My shower is blue. <laughs> it's blue. Oh, because Yvonne Cause has my blue hair. hair. Just so you I all can't know. get it I love off. It. I don't know what to do. It's like Wait, I'm in an apartment. Wait, you're trying to wash it out? No, my shower. Oh. I took a shower and I dyed my whole shower blue and it won't come off. I don't know what to do. We might have a tactic
3: for that. <laughs> I am a mom. Tactics, guys. <laughs> I was
0: like, oh, my gosh.
2: It Act looks like
3: an tat. ocean. to <laughs> attack. That's so cute.
0: I came up with a catchphrase the other day. Oh, what
3: the you, friendship. You always oh. do. What are you talking Catch about? Both phrases. of you do. You and your mom both do. You I came up, up with, with rhyming prom. things. You came up with one for prom, too. It was really good. I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, go. Anyway, we digress. Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> um, so... But with um, regard to, like, social media and, like, even how it, like, transcends into families and, like, conversations with your friends, like we were talking about in the first segment, it's it's about respect and it's about knowing some boundaries when communicating. And if you see something on someone's Facebook feed that ignites you, probably not the best place to engage in a yeah. judgmental-type conversation. Now, there have been times where someone's talking about something that's kind of um, scintillating or like emotional like provoking and I've seen people been able to have this conversation but in a very calm and respectful yeah. way where people are just exchanging ideas and information with each other that say hey I believe this way this is why I believe this way and this is why I am for support of this particular subject mm-hmm. and no one's gnashing teeth or being like well you're stupid because you believe people. that yeah. way blah, blah, blah. you should believe this way Hating
0: on their beliefs. and, and I, I mean in our bracket it's it's a lot harder. It's rare to it's find that. very hard. Well, and, you know, I mean, as you, you grow and learn, you learn that not everyone is out to, you know, judge whatever you're doing. And s- some people, I mean, especially some kids our age I've seen, are just conditioned at this point to think that every comment that's made is a judgment, when sometimes it is just an opinion, like yeah. a courteous just statement
2: or of opinion. Or someone's venting and not meaning to start, like... Make everything worse, but yeah, right. not doing it in the correct ways. And the worst place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A book Get with a pen journal. and paper, best. <laughs> if you feel like that and
3: write it in there, because that's private. It's totally private. That's the best. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think with regards to, like younger kids who are like in 5th and 6th grade, 7th and 8th grade who are affronted with this because you're older you're in, but you're still close enough oh, they're to They're on this. Facebook now too. No, I know they're on Facebook and I see it.
2: So it's so, like the younger generations are getting more involved in all of this
0: hate and things at a younger age because it's more available to them. I think that I see it most in like relationships too yeah. because that's when um, kids start exploring like being boyfriends and girlfriends and holding hands and stuff like that and It's not that anyone... actions are right or wrong, but it's, it comes without saying that kids get judged. And especially at certain ages, like I think around middle school, it gets vicious. And I mean, I've been witness to it. I've been victim to it. Oh yeah. What about like, I've been threatened when I was
3: was in middle school. So even you say relationships, but I seem to remember you guys having mean girl behavior. It's friendships and like in the
2: fifth and sixth grade more. And like, Maybe seventh and eighth grade it starts being relationships, but from like fifth to seventh grade it's oh, yeah. friendships. Like, oh, you're friends with that person. Well, we hate you. You can't. You, you can't can be, be friends, friends with, with me, me or only me. Like, you can't talk to that person. And then like you start hate. I remember that's what I almost I was threatened for when I was little. Like, you were talking to this person, we're gonna kill you. Blah 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 blah. And I was just like, dude, how can I can't be friends? Why can't we all eat cupcakes and rainbows and be right. friends? You know? Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> skip around, and <laughs> yeah, literally.
3: Yeah. So what what advice? Um, guidance would you have for someone in that age bracket who 's struggling with this because this this struggle doesn't go away y'all like I- it doesn't
0: I faced the same thing that Yvonne was just talking about, basically, and I had a couple of close girlfriends and they all decided, you know, for whatever reason it was that they were just going to alienate me. So then I was like an outcast and I didn't have a clique that I fit in with and I was lonely and I, you know, wandered around for a long time, like kind of just bopping around before class at lunch, like not really like actually fitting in with a group of people. And it was really sad for me, like... I just wanted my friends back. I just wanted yeah. to hang out with them and stuff. And But the best thing I can say is that I walked away from it in a way that was non-confrontational. I mean, that's my nature, so that's just what I did. And I, I am so much better off now because knowing that it happened when I was in middle school, I went into high school understanding that yeah. if people are gonna judge me and, you know, backstab me like not be true friends to me in essence mm-hmm. then those were not people that I wanted to surround myself exactly with. and that's how I was when I was in like fifth and sixth grade
2: I think it happened more when I was sixth grade with like friends um and me not wanting to be friends with them anymore because they were kind of crazy so you get all this hate and you realize like, okay, well obviously these people weren't your friends to begin with, so they're not gonna be your friends when you get into high school. And if I would've changed myself to be, mm. to be able to fit in with that same group of friends, most of them dropped out of high school and were drug addicts before the, they were juniors in high school. So if you just find, kind of find the realization that it's hard, but when you're in fifth to seventh grade, you don't need, or maybe even into high school, like, Everything changes when you go into high school. You're set, usually you grow up with all these people that you're in middle school and Mm -hmm. um, elementary school with, but when you get into high school, it's a bigger pond, and there's so much more opportunity for friendships, and you don't have to be stuck with the same people all the time. So it gets hard, and maybe you won't have, like, those super close-knit friends in those younger grades, but if you just know who you are and find yourself and it's worth it it's worth and waiting it. yeah. yeah i'm for so glad i didn't change for everyone it's when i really was well in middle said.
5: school i was all about trying to fit in and stuff because i was an outcast i'm in seventh grade and then eighth grade i started like bloom i guess you could say and then so when i i moved and i went to a different high school i had no clue who anyone was so that's where like I definitely had to find myself mm-hmm. because I had to make new friends and I had to figure out how to do that and it was just really it was difficult. But.
3: Mm-hmm. It is difficult, but it's worth it I think definitely. in the long run. I I'm much like you guys. I was uh, struggling fifth and sixth grade into seventh and eighth grade. Kind of like why are people so mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really understand it. And yeah. and I spent a lot of time alone at the lunch table and a lot of time alone in at home. Playground. Yeah, totally. I just would that hide. Me. So I did. I, yeah. I was always. A little I was always alone. I was a loner. And um, I, I think it's okay to be alone. But
2: I can say now that I have friends that are actually going to last my lifetime. They're not
3: just yeah, going exactly. be and gone everyone, after high school. Everyone. <laughs> Present company included. <laughs> <creative> <laughs> on. The, uh,
0: the other thing that I think is important to address is what happens when it's not a friend? What happens when it's not someone you can say, you're toxic, I don't want you in my life. What happens when it's family? Oh, boy. You can um, do that.
2: You, sometimes you have to do the same thing. Yeah. You have to, Mm -hmm. if they're not supporting you and they're too narrow-minded to believe, maybe it's just you have to take a break from your family and they'll come to the realization that, you know, it's not really that bad or just have serious conversations with them. But if they're that toxic to where they're just downing you and downing you, then they're obviously not true
0: family. Yeah, this is is where it comes in that... The most important thing is to sit down and talk. Yeah, and we will give you some pointers when we get back for that. But for now, already? That was so fast. Let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen mm-hmm. with a
2: different accent. With Chow accent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Paper Hope Street Team on Voice America Kids.
1: Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them. Walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team.
3: Welcome back to the
2: program. My name is Yvonne Allen on the Paper Hope Street Street Team, and you're listening to Voice America Kids. Yay. Let's go back (laughs) into our show now. (laughs) That was I'm quick. so awkward. She'll awesome. get back into
0: the swing of it.
1: Uh, She's been so been good gone with outros,
4: but
0: she cannot do intros. I think the intros are pretty awesome. I avoid them at all
2: costs.
0: But you <laughs> have to do them. <laughs> Anyways, today we're talking about judgment. We're not judging you, Yvonne. It's just your opinions in a respectable manner.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: it's me enjoying them. <laughs> we all laugh here. So we were just talking about judgment, and you know. What happens when it's with a friend, maybe you can avoid that, get rid of that friend. Um, Work to tell them that maybe you don't appreciate it and you need to change that so that it doesn't happen again. But ultimately, when it happens within your family, and it always happens, it probably happens more frequently within families, I think, than within friend circles. Just because you're stuck with your family.
3: Well, (laughs) and I think your family thinks... Especially like the elders in the family think that they have this entitled right over you to pass judgment on your life when it should be an open conversation about opinions, whether they're the same or differing. But there should always be this underlying support. Mm -hmm. And I think it gets missed in communication.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing we talked about the most with the problem with judgment within families is that there's this lack of support. Um, one of the examples we use is um, like life path choices um, with all of us right now in the room. We're, you know, getting out of high school, going into college, trying to figure out what the heck we're going to do for the rest of our lives. <laughs> and that's kind of it's no pressure. Just kidding. And, and,
3: and let's just, just you know, point that out. Future that, on I wanna, your shoulders. <laughs> I want to point this out that that means everyone in the room. Yeah. That's not just the young ladies in the room. That's, <laughs> we're that's, all thinking about this. That's producer Bruce and um, producer mommy over here. Like. And what do we want to be when we get older? I don't older? know. What do you want to be when you grow <laughs> up? Be a I'm high high not really sure why. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm just not really sure why that is such a still such a, po- a pointed question to youth getting out of high school. I, how many adults know what they want to be? Like I, I, no, I, I don't. Even count. I struggle with want this. To their
2: careers, or?
3: and I really struggle because I'm seeing. We talked about this when we were in planning. I'm seeing so many young people right now who are in fights with their families because they want to do one thing, but their family wants them to do something else. And my heart just breaks because it's like, why is this argument ensuing? These are,
0: we talked about how these are like the bridge years right now. It's between um doing what, you know, trying to meet your family's expectations and doing things that they want you to do and then doing the things that you want to do. And, I mean, there are so many factors. Living under your parents' roof, you do want to respect them and their decisions and all of that. But in the end, you're learning what you're passionate about and what makes you happy. And ultimately, parents need to be supportive while you kind of stick your feelers out because there are those people who get out of high school, straight into college, Mm -hmm. do their degree. And they're just on their path, like, the whole way. And then there's people like all of us who are, like, wandering off a little bit or yeah. maybe a lot a bit. I know, my sister, <laughs> like, my sister went right into school to be a producer. She's
2: already have jobs lined up for nice. her. She works in, in her school making movies and everything. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to be a teacher. Yeah, I'm going to be a computer programmer. I'm going to be a firefighter. you want to be a firefighter? No. i <laughs> oh. very a firefighter. If you're a firefighter and you're single. Oh, my God, Hit you up. (laughs) Hit me up. You can make my house fire-free anytime. (laughs) I'll burn my house down if we need to meet each other, you know? It's all
0: right. We can can make this work.
5: So funny.
0: Anyways, no matter what your career is, whether you want to be a firefighter or a hairstylist or whatever it is you want to be, it's important that your family or your extended family, because they're always supportive hopefully,
3: are supportive of you. They're not always supportive. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> I'll just tell you that right now. Yeah. They're not. Fight for what you want. People, you have to. You have to be. I heard this from Strong Elizabeth Gilbert then. today, and she wrote Eat, Pray, Love. I was watching a video because I just love her so much. She was talking about women have to be a little bit stubborn in their life to fight for the things that they really love and want in their life and keep them present mm-hmm. in their life at all stages of their life. And I even I even want to go back to like the fifth graders and the sixth graders that listen to our show. And not that I'm encouraging you to go fight with your parents. Don't don't go say, Tamara said I want you to fight. That We should fight. Because we'll deny it. (laughs) I'll deny it. What I am saying is that you should be able to have a conversation with your parents at any age over the things that you like. Because I remember watching you guys grow up and there were some families that were like, no, you're going to do this. No, you're going to take this class. No, you're going to do this. And That doesn't really lead to finding. Well, you don't have to go in like
2: kicking and screaming. You can go in like with a respectable way and Mm -hmm. talk to them on a. This kind of voice level, not like screaming at each other and like fighting. Like, you can voice your opinions in a way that's understandable and that your parents will see that you're mature about it and understand hopefully a little bit more than they had before. Mm -hmm. And
0: it, it, not to discredit parents either. I mean, especially Tamron sitting here as a parent dealing with someone our age and someone much younger, but it comes (laughs) from a good place. Like I think as a a child, it's important to realize that your parents really are. And I know you hear it all the time, but they really just want what's best for you. And so it it comes from a good place when they do that. They just want you to have Job security and live a comfortable life and not be struggling, and sometimes they feel like they're doing the right thing by mm-hmm. get, putting that kind of pressure on you yeah. or enforcing those kind of rules on you. So you have to also acknowledge them in order for them to acknowledge you. Like the they're best way, to get you. yeah, mm. to start the conversation would be to be like, you know, I appreciate your concern and I understand where you're coming from, but i want you to understand that this is what i'm doing right now i'm not really sure of it and i want to explore things more but i also need you to support me while i'm doing that yeah. so that's i mean courtney can speak to that a little bit i'm gonna call you out <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, i so just zoned out what? i'm so sorry <laughs> she's very <laughs> tired they've been like... traveling oh okay yeah um facebook we were talking about facebook i um, I
3: no, we were talking about your well, situation we, well, with, with your her, mom. with like,
5: her, yeah, with my mom. We're talking yeah. about mom, I'm not
3: okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You, between well, you and your mom. mom. Well, there's other
5: <laughs> family too
2: that yeah. she had the outs with. Yeah,
5: so. a lot of my family members we disagree on certain situations, and they like to voice their opinions towards me. But um, with my mom and everything, um, I wanna. I went into school to be a nurse, and I'm almost done with my prereqs. Um, To get into the nursing program, but now I'm debating if I want to even be a nurse anymore. But my mom wants me to be a nurse, and I wanted to go into photography, and she won't pay for it because she doesn't think I'm going to make money. Um, She want like Erica was saying, she wants me to be able to support myself and everything and she wants the best for me but it's just hard to um I want to do one thing but she wants me to do another thing and I just I'm not even sure what I want to do anymore so I'm just you're finding yourself yes I'm finding myself I'm trying to but in
3: in the throes of it she's encouraging you in one direction that causes Mm -hmm. conflict because that isn't feeling comfortable to you anymore um, I just think that this is such a prime example. I see it over and over and over again because your mom, she's doing a great job. She mm-hmm. she wants you to have stable, and in her mind this means happiness, like stable job, money, flow, happiness. Yes. And it in her mind this is the package in which it comes in. My generation and her generation before has a vision and a step process to get there and she's teaching you that. Mm-hmm. But you guys are in a wild new world and I'm quoting Martha Beck. You're in a wild new world now where all the rules are off and you have to find your way in this world and yeah. and uh, you guys know this better than anybody And you have to find what you love
2: mm-hmm.
3: and, and do that I mean you just have to and you have to have this conversation with your mom yeah about it I'm very excited <laughs> for I you I got
2: lucky my mom's very like open-minded to whatever. your I mom's wanted, very so. progressive my
3: mom she <laughs> she's a visionary yeah
5: my mom's very supportive in things that have a degree. <laughs> she's, well, But she's old fashioned she's in that with. way. Yes. She's
0: comfortable with the idea of you being a nurse because she thinks you're going to be good at it. And she's probably right. But
3: if that doesn't ignite you every day, yeah. then there's a problem.
0: And that's all. I think that's all she really needs to hear. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think she's awesome. Other Other things that kind of like come up. And I know there's plenty of stories we could bring up in this room like about. Judgment on people's beliefs and lifestyles and maybe labels that they or other people put on themselves. Um, you know, like I said, I think it's anytime anyone is faced by something they don't know and they become, you know, turned defensive. off, offended, defensive, just uncomfortable in general, that's, that's the time when judgment gets passed. Yeah,
2: you, I see that a lot being because I'm very open about my beliefs being a Christian and my walk with Christ, and I have a lot of people that, I don't, like, shove it down people's throat. I won't talk about it unless they specifically, like, ask me a question about it. But I do, like, I'll post on Facebook, like, oh, I thank God for, like, everything that I have. And people get offended. They're, like, you don't have to, like, shove it down my throat, blah, blah, blah. It's like, look, dude, I just said that i <laughs> be Don't like read my Facebook. Like,
3: don't read it.
2: If you really don't like what I'm saying, there's a delete button. Like, yeah. I'm sorry or they like shove their religion or what they don't believe down my throat and I'm just like I just I just want to live peacefully Mm -hmm. (laughs) be (laughs)
3: alone I'm not trying
2: to offend anybody it's just I don't know people are very touchy about this
3: kind of subject so and I wish we weren't I really wish we could have an an open minded nice discussion I don't think of people differently if they don't believe what I believe oh
2: (laughs) that went fast let's take a (laughs) (laughs) break On, Alan. You're listening to the Paper Help Street Team on Voice America Kids. Keep it right
1: here. We'll be right back. Have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world? Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not. The latest in fashion trends things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids Channel.
4: Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling, Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference.
1: You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team.
2: Hey, welcome back to the Paper Hope Street Team. I'm Yvonne Allen along with Rio, Tamara, and Courtney here. And we are just talking. Rio? Rio's not here. Oh, I thought I did it good. You Erica's did. here. <laughs> not Rio. Rio's not here. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Anyways, it was awesome. Just go
0: on with the show. <laughs> so we've been talking about judgment, and
2: no judgment about- here. No, obviously.
3: I think not. that was fantastic.
2: <laughs> I felt all of your guys' judgments. radiates <laughs> 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 through the microphone.
0: Through the oh, microphone. Oh, that's- if something's <laughs> radiating through the microphone, I think we have a problem. I should probably take this on top. <laughs> <laughs> so we are talking things. about judgment that doesn't radiate through electronics. Actually, it does. Oh, uh, How bum ironic. Bum bum. Isn't that ironic? But um, we were talking about all the different places it comes from like, you know, friends, family, people you're in relationships with. And it can be about friends, family, people in your relationships with. That was backwards. <laughs> um <laughs> it can come from it c- it can come unto you via you know maybe lifestyle choices you're making um labels that you associate yourself with or other people associate your, you with Relation. i can't <laughs> talk um <laughs> beliefs that you have um we don't want to get too in depth about any of these because we could probably do a whole show on each and every single one of them but um if, you know, within, especially with a family, this is an issue. If someone um, comes out as, you know, gay or bisexual or something like that, it, it causes a big stir. I mean, no matter what type of family you're from. Families
3: are crazy. Like, you could start a riot in a family because the person who's supposed to be a doctor decides they want to be a photographer. Like, families are just, <laughs> I don't know. Like, families oh, are just outright nuts. Yeah. It it doesn't really matter. You can think of it in terms of this. Like, if if the kids are cruising along and they they separate from a belief pattern or something that's going on Mm -hmm. in the family unit, it could ignite judgment and all kinds of slamming warfare going on.
2: It's that unknown territory type thing. Like, everyone's so easy to judge something that they don't understand Mm -hmm. and they don't know and that they're seeing that one-sided view because they don't know the whole story behind it. But, like... The whole gay thing. Like when someone comes out in your family, you're just like, you're, you immediately, you're like, oh, well, it's different because I understand that I love this person because they are my family. And then you're kind of more aware of the other person's views for the whole time. Like you see all the other people that you maybe had judged in the past because they had a gay family member and you told them that it was wrong or something. But now you understand, like, you don't love them any different because you understand now, like, you kind of get where they're coming from. So it's more of, Being put into the light what was
0: usually in the dark and very well. Sometimes that's a blessing. Being, you know, faced with something that you have to learn to understand. Yeah, and it can change
3: people, so. Mm -hmm. Boy, you hope it changes them for the positive.
0: Another thing that can be a big one is people's beliefs, like specifically when we're talking about religion or the lack of religion. Um, We were talking about, especially, again, on Facebook, social media, uh, if someone says like one thing, and I mean, Yvonne just told a story about this, some people will attack you and be like, you know, you're wrong. And it gets into this debate where they end up knowing more about the Bible than I know and it's like Yeah, that's one of the things we brought up is like you're either if if you identify with a certain party, you know, I mean it goes politically too politically too an because extreme. You have to be an extreme if you label yourself. Yeah. When people in get reality nuts. no one, like who really falls in that extreme except for those people who are like exactly. severely judgmental about it. Because <laughs> all all you see on media is like all the bad of it and you don't understand like
2: people have different sets like Like, for example, within Christianity, there's so many separate denominations and there's Mm -hmm. so many separate, like, specific beliefs to it and interpretations of the word and things that... I've never met two Christians that are exactly the same. Well, yeah, I was everyone's say, different. You can't blame them for the people that are so
3: judgmental. I was going to say it boils down to the individual. Yeah, on almost you just, anything. You just need to not
2: judge a
0: book by its cover, <laughs> or, it's
3: or its label, or its
0: label. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean the same go- thing goes politically. Like especially um, maybe not right now because it's all kind of blown past. But uh, mm-hmm. last year, like during the elections stuff. Oh my oh gosh! Oh my gosh! I had to I saw like on Facebook. Move. I just didn't move. go
2: on Facebook for like a good month. Yeah. I was like. So that's all it talks about. I'm, I'm the kind of person that if I'm not educated enough on a topic, I don't want to involve myself in it. And, like, I didn't even vote this year because I wasn't educated enough on the that is a wise on system. the people, and I didn't want to make a choice that ultimately I'd be like, oh, why'd I do that? Like, it affects affect me in the future. So I just stayed out of it. I was like, you guys do your thing. You know what you think you know about these people.
0: I'm not going to even start this. Like, I'm not even going to get in this, like... And the thing is, like, I mean, in, in politics, I mean, just, like if you uh, truly understand politics, politics, you understand that it's not about the person necessarily, it's about the issues that they're representing and Mm -hmm. how they're Mm -hmm. going to represent you on that. And some people literally just, I feel like they don't understand that. And they just vote off of like face value of these people. Yeah. And I mean, that's where like those negative campaigns, those judgmental Campaigns. campaigns, like, oh, he did this and that and this ad hominem like
3: attack against a person wow, I learned that good this call there <laughs> not good English term. big words see not the past good English so, with an a. so recognizing these things what like advice do you have for people who might be in the throes of these types of situations watch your words
2: watch how like especially if you're not in like face-to-face with having a conversation with people over the internet um it, the way you write things, it could come off like you're, off- like you're mm-hmm. yelling at... Like, an exclamation point makes it seem like you're yelling at someone, mm-hmm. even if you're just, like, excited about it. Or, like, people... The way that you word and your your sentence uh, diction, I guess, of it is going to come off. Just be careful how you're wording things, because yeah. it can't affect the entire sentence. I
5: can't even... The word time of times, and people me and can my inflict have, it in different parts. Yeah, and me and my dad have gotten so many arguments because I said something and he thought I said it like rudely, but it mm. was not. It was completely not. Yeah,
0: I I think at all. ninety Good percent point. of miscommunication is just strictly that, and it's especially important to communicate, you know, in a sincere and very yeah. thought out way when you're dealing with like t- sensitive topics like this, and and make sure you spell those words correctly. <laughs>
2: people <laughs> go on rants and they're just like ty- typing and you Are go you back, and at like, me? no. <laughs> I do catch a lot of your grammar errors, though. I know you're looking
3: at me. <laughs>
2: no, I meant like when people are like fighting on Facebook and yeah. stuff, and they just start typing and typing, and they don't go back and reread what they said. They could have said a word wrong that will change the whole context of it, or they spelled mm-hmm. something wrong, and then it just looks like they're not trying enough. And and then the whole <laughs> <thing> argument starts <laughs> over. And then it's like, yeah, well, you he don't even spell. know how to spell. Yeah, yeah. in the argument. <laughs> Why should
5: I listen to you? I had an argument with my friend. She's my be- like one of my best friends now, but. Um, this is how she she like I spelled something wrong or and she told me about it and she attacked me because of it. She's like, she's like, no, you can't even spell right and all this stuff. We talk about it now. We laugh about it and I'm like, why were we even fighting? And I, but like, uh, it's I just thought I would share that. It, she, it's, she, it's, it's true that like people she get like, happens yeah, to everyone.
2: Just be like aware of how your things can come across to yeah. other people
0: mm-hmm. and that it and can't
2: come off offensive.
0: When you witness, like going all the way back to the beginning of the show, what, um, what, I, what happened with me is when I witnessed someone else being yeah. victim to this whole thing, um, I think the best thing you can do is to understand the difference between, like we said, judgments and opinions and be aware of the way you're saying things and be aware of the, the way other people are saying things. And maybe, if anything, instead of getting involved, just help each person understand that difference yeah. and help them delineate it and understand maybe where they're not being respectful. Diffuse the issue as quickly mm-hmm. as possible. Because, I mean, like we're saying, the most important thing is to talk about things. Uh, talk about them, escalates. not argue. Um, so, like, don't be so quick when you're passing judgment, like we said. Think before you speak. Have a conversation, not an argument. And be respectful, ultimately, of what others think, believe, say, do, whatever it is. Delivery of... However you say what you say in your conversation is key. It's not about what you're saying necessarily. It's about the way you say it.
3: Exactly. And and hopefully we've made this point throughout the show. It's okay to have differing opinions. I think they're welcome. My brother and I differ on politics. We differ on... Makes for a good conversation. (laughs) Oh, my God. We differ on so many things. It's unbelievable. But I love him, and I respect him, and I I value his opinion, and I want to hear what he has to say on these subjects. Mm
2: -hmm. There's no two people that think every single thing and every view in the world is the same
3: that would be really boring
2: exactly that would be
0: dictating <laughs> <laughs> dictatorship
2: we're not dictators
3: or individuals well do you have anything else to say on this topic i think we're kind of
0: yeah I think, wrapping it up. I think the bottom line is just that the people you surround yourself with your family your friends whether it's your choice for them to be around you or not necessarily um they should all be supportive of you and you know, regardless of your beliefs, your lifestyle, your relationships, your choices, and how it differs from theirs, they should always be supportive of you. And maybe you need to either decide whether or not they need to not be a part of your life anymore, or if you need to talk about things. Because Ultimately, you should always be able to talk about whatever it is mm-hmm. and feel comfortable with the with talking to everyone in your life and not being judged. You should be comfortable posting things that your family will see yeah. and not being judged for it.
2: I think if we had to pick like a title or a song for the show, it should be R-E-S-V-E-C-D. <laughs> I feel like that would be a great one. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us today. You've been listening to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Yvonne Allen. We had Erica. Uh, Not real. Mama T and Courtney with us today. This show is produced by KidStar for the Voice
1: America Kids Radio Network, and we'll
2: see you next week. Bye.
1: Hey, thanks for listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bye for now. The longer
0: you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
4: Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
2: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no
1: artificial coloring. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself. An entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express Yourself. Remember my name. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week?